Coming up, we break down the Star Wars Episode Nine trailer, The Rise of Skywalker, and talk about our theories for Avengers Endgame. All that and more, next. Hey, welcome to Nerdcaster, and before we get started, I have a few things from the last episode I need to clarify. Um, we talked about the Dungeons & Dragons game we were playing with Chris, whose character's name is actually Gottlieb, and I'm right on that, right? Chris's character is Gorstag. Gorstag, and Mike's character is Gottlieb. See, I screwed it up again. But we did get his rat's name right. His name still is Beatus. Um, and could you... Do you know the characters better than I do? Could you please... Uh, no, you no don't. I don't. Yeah, so nobody does. <laughs> nobody remembers anybody else's character's name. It's we have too many names to start with the letter G. Yeah, Gorstag, Gottlieb, Gooby, Gooby. That's me. Uh, I know we got Dolan. Um, what's your, your character's name is Lily. Lily. Yeah, I would think you used London, but that's different. Um, so you got my name wrong too. Probably. I think we just said we couldn't remember your name actually, and. Uh, uh, do you remember Erica's character's name? Yuka of Peka. That's it. That's what I thought it was, but I thought it was something of Yuka. No, it's not Yuka. It's Astrid. That's it. That's it. Astrid. And then we have Thunder Thighs or whatever Justin's character's name is. Do you remember his? Triton. Triton. I call him Meat Shield. That's right. King Triton after uh, Ariel's dad from The Little Mermaid. I'm pretty sure that's not what he was going for. I'm sure it's not, but that's what I call him. And if you don't know that voice, joining me this week is Lori. Say hi. Hi. And we got a actually packed show. We're going to go over the um, the new Star Wars trailer and our theories and other things about the new Infinity War or sequel to Infinity War, the Avengers Endgame movie. Where do you want to start? Um, you know, let's start with a trailer. You want to start with the trailer? The trailer dropped sure. yesterday. Um, obviously, well, it won't be yesterday by the time you guys listen to this, but um, at the Star Wars Celebration Convention. Celebrations? Uh, Star Wars Celebrations uh, in Chicago, yeah. The yeah. Star Wars Celebration. Um, which, you know, is highly anticipated. They were going to drop the trailer during the convention, and they dropped a teaser. And it... I. I'm so excited to see this movie. I'm. I don't think I've been this excited to see something since. Jesus. Um, I don't even know. That that's funny you say that because I was actually talking to a uh, a friend of mine um, yesterday about about that too, and I said that Avengers Endgame is the movie that I'm so excited for because I have theories and I, I I have like what if this happens or what if that, and it's like I haven't done that to a sequel or a movie, I don't think my entire life. They they really did a good job on anticipating Endgame to me. And you have that same feeling for Star Wars where I don't. See, I don't have the same feeling for Endgame, but I felt this way when Infinity War was coming out. And the first trailer for Infinity War dropped, I was like, oh my God. And I think, um, I think because we have already kind of seen worst case scenario, you're going to see, I think you're going to see some kind of version where the heroes are just going to win in this one. And I'm not sure that, you know, it's good. I'm, I'm, it's probably going to be awesome and really, really, you know, 
great and and all the other words that say good things about this film but i i'm just not I'm, I'm not anticipating it the only character that i was really invested into like knowing what happened to him was loki and that was because he was virtually one of the most like morally ambiguous characters in you know in the entire series and he's dead you know and like yeah like the whole there's series and you know, everybody might come back. And even though he wasn't killed in a snap, so I don't think he's coming back. I think that he's gone. Well, I have theories about that, but let's back up and go back to the, the Star <laughs> Wars trailer and break this down. Um, so the trailer was released, and we open up with, like, kind of what other trailers opened up with for this 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 trilogy with heavy breathing, and we get a shot of Ren. Right. Ray. Why did I say Ren? I don't know. You're really bad with names. I'm so bad with names, man. So... There. Now you know I'm bad with names. Um, and she's she's on what looks to be some desert planet that, I don't know, Jakku, Tatooine, who knows. But she has that lightsaber that broke. Is it the same lightsaber? Or did she just build a replica? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. It's possible. I, I just find it odd that you would build a lightsaber exactly after the one you had. Why wouldn't you be more personal about it? Because a lightsaber is a personal thing. Right. So... But how does she? I mean, I'm not sure we'll find out. But how do we? How does she have the means to construct her own? She doesn't have a teacher. She doesn't have. Um, she got you know the she what ha- seemed like a few hours of training with um, Luke with Luke and well, I mean we don't really have a way of knowing exactly how long that took, but it couldn't have been very long. Well, it's th- this movie supposedly takes place, what, a year after the last one? So that gives her a year of training. She also has the Jedi books. A year of training? Who's training her? I don't think we know that yet. And there, she might be training on her own. There's people who learn martial arts and shit on their own. And she has the Jedi books that she took out of the temple before burning it to the ground or whatever, or before mm-hmm. it was burned to the ground. We don't know what's in those books. So there could be, like, step-by-steps how to do karate chops and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, we know one thing, and Luke said this in um, the in last episode. Jedi. In, yeah, in the Last Jedi, that she he's only seen you know her her just power the the amount of like potential and power that she has is her raw ability. Yeah. Her raw ability is very very close to Kylo Ren's, and um, so I think in the first couple of seconds of the trailer, you see her, and it's obviously like the Tie Silencer is in it's Tie it's, Fighter. It, it's a, it's a silencer. Wow, it's Kylo Ren's ship. I didn't know his ship had a name or whatever. Um, well, it's not a. It's not like your traditional Tie Fighter. Tie Fighter. He, you see it approaching. She turns her back. So I don't think they're fighting. I don't think they're adversaries in this scene. I don't think so. And that's just my opinion. opinion. Yeah, here. everything here is speculation, obviously. And he's approaching. She turns her back. It's like she's and she's calm. She's focused. She's you know the hence the heavy breathing. When you see her heavy breathing in the Last Jedi, everybody was kind of like in that trail in that trailer. Everybody was kind of like, oh, um, like you know what's happening? Is she in, in any real danger? She was like training with Luke. So I'm thinking you're seeing the same exact thing, but now she's training with Kylo Ren. So and you know as we get as we further dissect this trailer, like you'll see like why I think that. But he's – so he's making the approach and she's, I guess, practicing. I don't know what purpose you, you have in like I want to flip up and jump on a ship. So that's kind of a little bit lost See, to me. I'm not sure. But. I kind of have a theory about that. I think the ship is, is approaching her. She just got done running from something else or 
destroying the shit out of a bunch, I don't know, Imperial soldiers. Pick, pick villain here or, or a troop of villains here. And he's on his way to pick her up. Something's chasing him. She jumps to land on the ship so they can get the fuck out of there. It's more of a just keep fucking going, let's get the hell out thing. That's what I think. That's that. You know what? I I could totally, I could get behind that. I'm just wondering why ignite the lightsaber. But then I thought, okay, well maybe she lights the lightsaber because if somebody is like behind him, she can, she can like herself. deflect or whatever. Yeah. Um, because again, he when he's approaching her, she turns her back to the ship. He doesn't fire on her. He could have. And you know, he apparently has like really good aim, or he's he has all these crazy he's like abilities. Another best pilot in the world. He's another thing. like he's. I'm so good at everything except my feelings. Um, <laughs> So and building a lightsaber, <laughs> his should be broken. Yeah, no, I, I don't, that thing's a mess. But um, <laughs> and it's ugly. I hate that lightsaber. I'm just putting that out there. He's, you've said this since the Force Awakens. So you said like how much you hated this lightsaber for forever. Okay. I read the explanation of like why it's like a that. Broken Kyber crystal. Well, in just in like the novelization of the Force Awakens, and it's just like I I, I still think that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. Um, so. So that's what I think. I don't think they're enemies. I definitely don't think they're enemies. Whether okay, so you know whether he's being chased by something, and they're partnering up. Something also really, really worth noting is that when you see her run, um, this is really hard to explain without like the clips kind of right in front of your face. But so, watch the couple. So of pause seconds. right there for a second. So go and bring up the trailer right now, and go to the scene in the trailer before she continues. And now continue. When she, you see her break into a run, pay attention to the landscape. You see this, like, she's running, and you see this, like, I guess mountain or, or plateau or, or whatever. Plateau, whatever, in the background. But when you see her flip up into Kylo Ren's ship, it's, it's different. It's a different scene. It's different. And it's like, she's just running. She didn't, she could not have possibly run so far to, like, m- to be in a completely different, like, setting okay. um, in the background. So... A, I think that she's like, done this multiple times. Why I think they're training, so she's been practicing. So that's like a different, or that's just bad editing. It could be bad editing, or it could be two scenes that they edited together to fit right. this trailer. Which that's why I think it's training. It's like they've I was attempted say, this multiple times, and they've done this to us multiple times in trailers. I mean, not to go, not to flip over back to the Avenger side, but there's trailers where they have people missing from certain scenes, that's, and then they show up. So that is that is very true. So and and a lot of people are pulling out of Marvel's ideas at this point for stuff like that so i don't doubt that's it who knows maybe that scene we'll see a bunch of people around her on the ground who knows but i do think they are working together like you said he could have been shooting at her if they weren't and it just didn't happen um which brings us to the next part of the trailer the next part you want to talk about which is what do you the next part i want to talk about in the trailer yeah um, I mean, we could just go into the next part of the trailer. Well, if you know what that is, go ahead, because I don't. Oh, um, <laughs> helpful. Um, so that happens. You cut right to Kylo Ren, and he, like, body slams this dude with, like, a mushroom helmet. And it is worth noting that when Rey first touches the lightsaber in The Force Awakens, when she first, when she op- when she opens the box and she pulls the lightsaber out, she has, like, the what seems that to be, like, vision. a vision. And this dude with a mushroom-looking helmet has a red lightsaber pushed through his chest, and then he just kind of discarded or whatever. And then it goes through the rest of the scene, and then, you know, she's just, like, all freaked out. It's, like, the same. The helmet looks exactly the same. I can't say for sure that the, that's the same or, or whatever it is, but um, 
you also see in her vision that you, you see Kylo Ren, you see a bunch of other people who we assumed, I think, were the other Knights of Ren, who have not made any appearances in the films, at least officially, or that we definitely knew for sure that that's who they were. Um, so it's, I think it's possible that that's that, that guy or the person that Kylo Ren is essentially like body slamming into the ground is maybe another Knight of Ren. You do see other stormtroopers kind of in the background. They're firing. They're not firing at Kylo. So I'm, I'm thinking, um, you know, there's still some First Order kind of, you know, that scene could just be First Order business. No idea. We have no idea what's going on there. Just some new general or crazy. Right. Thing. Or it could just be like, I don't know, like a fucking space pirate or some bullshit. What bothers me about this scene is a lot of times when you see lightsaber play and somebody attacks, you don't get stopped by a lightsaber. It goes through you like a laser. So, But the... But the lightsaber, so I think he's it's being pushed by like him, like his his own body. But um, like I think that this one section of the of the cross guard is like going into the dude, and the, the obviously the long half, the actual lightsaber, piece, the blade, yeah. the blade. Good, yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of that word. The blade is not going through the body. It's just it's like it's. I, I get side that. by side. But like if it's going through him, he like lifts him up and then slams him why wouldn't it just go through him? You know what I mean? Like, you don't see the other end of it come out his back or anything. I mean, maybe it's not long enough to go out maybe his back. Not. I just, I don't know. Whenever you, you see a lightsaber, you never get see somebody get stopped by one. It usually goes through them. Right. So that's that's kind of my problem with the scene. How is, how, it, or is he using the force to just take him down? He doesn't actually want to hurt this guy because that's kind of the way I looked at it. He's just trying to stop him. He's not trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. Because Kylo Ren could easily, most likely, kill whoever that is. Just my, my thought yeah, on good that. Good point. Good point. And as far as that scene goes, it's kind of quick. I couldn't take in everything, but it does look like that's going to be a huge battle scene in this movie. Right. Um, and the background's all red. They're obviously in an atmosphere where, you know, there's either a lot of gunfire happening lasers or whatever mm. or the atmosphere of the planet is just like that so wherever they are it could be completely brand new location which it could be something like mustafar too it's a giant red planet from revenge of the sith again that's all speculation because i have no idea and uh just from the little clip in this trailer i can't tell um where it is and then after this scene we get to um, and that's where you see Finn and Poe. They kind of come into the scene. Um, they're, you know, on this kind of like rocky crag or, or whatever, just kind of looking out. Like the aggro crag? I guess so. Um, again, I don't have the trailer in front of me. This I'm, I've watched the trailer like five or six times, so I'm trying Jesus. to do this by like memory. Five or six times, because that's not really excessive. The trailer's only like two minutes long. That's like ten minutes of my life. Okay. Yeah, I only watched it twice. Um Oh, you know what? You actually, you see a ship kind of, I think, right after, right after the racing, you see a ship kind of going, I think it's a Millennium Falcon. Uh, with Lando on it? With Lando and Chewbacca. Uh, that, I think, is closer. I think that's after Finn and Poe. Again, I'm not, I'm not 100% yeah, on, like, the order. we don't have to go in order. order. Yeah, fuck this. Just let's go to the next scene you want to talk about. So, obviously, like, you know, they find Lando somewhere. I think that that's probably... I think that's happening in the very beginning of the movie. I think that that's going to be one of the first things that you see. If it's not a straight-up, like, confrontation... Um, I don't think that Lando is going to just be part of the team. I think that that's going to be... You know, even though it's, like, a, a set up a year after, I think you're going to see, like, them going to get him. 
just my thoughts. I I think you're right. I think they he might already be there, and they picked him up in a flashback. You'll see a flashback or something. Uh, if Princess- they do that, I'm going to be pissed. I hate I hate I think that that's a, a lazy storytelling. If you're going to do that, like just. All right. I mean, I I think he's already going to be part of a team. I think there's going to be. I mean, Leia is obviously in this movie. I don't know if she's going to be in flashbacks. I don't know if they're actually going to try to write her character around. Like, if they're going to base the yeah, writing that, around this. I, yeah, I think they're working around just the footage that they had from The Force Awakens. Um, but are those going to be flashback scenes? I don't think there will be. I think that they're going to try to, like, CGI the way or... I don't think well, she's going to play a major part in this movie in where she's going to have all the screen time. I think she's going to have a lot of behind... The scenes like scenes or whatever. Right. But J.J. Abrams has also admitted he is not using CGI for her. Mm-hmm. So that's what's crazy to me. Um, he said he didn't want to do that with her passing and, and just think it's kind of disrespectful. So he used old footage from, from The Last Jedi and possibly elsewhere. But I th- if they do do it that way and it's not going to be flashbacks, that's very interesting. That, that, that's a, a giant hurdle that... That's just crazy to me. Like the, the writing and everything has to be on point to, to get around that. I I think they did a lot with the last Jedi to make that possible. So when, because um, you finally get to the point at the end of the movie where or Poe gives like an order or not an order, it's like more like a suggestion, and everybody looks to General, you know, Organa, and she was just like, "Well, you heard him. Get to so it." So you're gonna see Poe. I think take he's gonna be the leader of the resistance. Well, um, this should be interesting. I think but, he, hopefully over this year he's grown after what just happened in the I last think, movie. Well, you saw his character really grow, like, and he became much less of a kind of fly by the seat. Yeah, fly, fly by the seat of my pants, and like I just like sheer my sheer talent and like whatever is going to just kind of get us through, and you know his way is the only way. I think he learned that lesson at the end of the movie, and I think you're going to see him become more of. You know, more of a leader is why I think that he's going to um, really take charge of the whole resistance. You know, maybe Leia's not doing well. She did miraculously recover from just almost being blown apart in space. So, Which is kind of crazy that she was even able to survive that, in my opinion. Like, as I go, like, oh, this is a little crazy. Well, she might not have been, like, a force user in the traditional sense. Like, yeah, the whole her Mary Poppins flying through space to get back Aunt was Mary Poppins, stupid. Y'all. That was very very dumb but um i don't know she definitely shouldn't have survived it she did anyway and i you know it would make sense if her health just really rapidly deteriorated after that it makes so much it makes all the sense in the world which would bring us to oh my god the fucking cats in this room um they like if they did a scene you know like her funeral scene that's why i'm saying like maybe they'll do flashbacks with the unused footage and the the funeral scene is where lando comes to pay his respects and somehow joins the team i'm not saying to take her spot but why would they need to do that in a flashback scene though why does it have to be a flashback it it, what the the funeral scene yeah because it's taking place a year later this movie takes place a year after the events of the last movie Mm -hmm. so what are you saying she she dies in the beginning of this movie after a year possible it's not that's not a bad take either um, it could be what that like, could be the opening scene. Honestly, right. I don't think like if, if if a year is if you need to tell something that happens a year ago like via a flashback, like you, the, the setting of the movie shouldn't be beginning at a year later. And like 
I, I just don't think they're going to use the flashback scene with this. I think they're going to open it. You know, if she does, you know, pass in the movie um, and they do a funeral, they do like all that stuff, which, I, you know, I think they're going to do something like that. I think she's definitely going to meet her end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just don't think they're going to do it via flashback. That's kind of like a, you know, you're being, it's not just hokey, just kind of discarding her, just kind of send. <clears throat> I don't think it's a proper send off if you're going to do that via a flashback. Um, it's either, you know, and that, that's a good explanation of why Lando would be like among everybody. Either that, or I see Chewbacca going back to get him Ray, like you said, uh, or, or like it's believed is in training for a year or whatever else he, she is no longer there to, to co-pilot the Falcon with him. He needs somebody else. And who else to, who, who better to go to than who owned the ship before Han? I mean, picking up Lando makes sense for Chewie um, to be a co-pilot or to take over. And I think this scene, going back to the trailer, where Lando is excited to be in the Falcon and it looks like they're going into hyperspace, I think those are two different scenes, too. I think Lando is – that's the first time he's behind the wheel of the Falcon. He's just excited to be back in the ship again. Mm -hmm. That's the way I I feel about, about that. And I think that's that's that, and and the whole hyperspace scene is later, maybe when they're going to take on the first order for the last time. So, just but my I, thoughts. So then, let's let's just kind of fast forward through the, um, towards oh. the end where you see what looks like the ruins of the Death Star. Yes, and then it ends with um, Ray and. Well, no, I mean the trailer ends with a figure just laughing and uh-huh. that laugh is it's a pretty notable laugh and it's highly speculated that that's um emperor palpatine yeah it's speculated and i don't doubt it it might be him um how he comes back is anybody's guess if he is even back it could just be a force ghost i mean if the light side can do it obviously the dark side should be able to have some sort of power like that as well and luke has said in a previous movie and correct me if i'm wrong here that um, you know, nobody's ever really gone. Right. He says that as Palpatine, as you hear, okay, you know, I'm going to call it Palpatine's laugh because I'm pretty sure that it's Palpatine. Um, I'm pretty sure you're right. But again, you don't see him. So. So Luke says that. So that's a, that that's something that he says when Leia pretty much is pretty much saying that her son is lost, that he's gone. And Luke Skywalker says nobody's ever really gone. And I think that that's, that's a cue in to, again, like, this is why I think that Kylo Ren will have, like, a redemption arc in this film. And um, and I think it's going to be to fight the greater evil. Hence why I also, there's another reason why I think that they're training. Because if Palpatine is actually a threat, um, is actually a threat in this movie, and he's going to be the actual, the great evil, then they're going to, you know, that would be the light and the dark coming together to fight, to finally just fight you know the villain as opposed to being like the fight the light has to fight the dark and the dark is has always been the villain i think that this is kind of the way that they're gonna where the gray area comes in where the gray area comes in but it doesn't even have to be gray that they're that she's going to be like that ray is always going to be light or that ray and ren together are, are gray but that light and dark can still coexist and work together they don't have to be opposing they you know opposing in that they more like they're anti-heroes with different views versus a general villain or, or right. So I threat. think I think that that's kind of how they're going to to you know handle that. 
Now with Palpatine, like let's go, let's go back to um, he told Anakin Skywalker that there was a way um, to live forever. Yes, and that hasn't really been explained. So maybe it is possible. I guess that Palpatine can do that I, again, like time travel. Same thing with that. I mean, the only movie I can think that did like live forever stuff good, and I put that in air quotes here. It's kind of like the Harry Potter series. You have the Horcruxes, you split your soul, blah blah blah. I feel like if that's the case here, and you're you're ripping your soul, or or you know putting your mitochondrian things, whatever. What is a mitochondria? It's Doesn't actually the, well, this is actually in your cells. Oh um, uh, yeah, see, so it's kind of close, but it's like. Are you stealing from the Harry Potter? Is like that what's going on here? And now this dude is fucking Voldemort of the Star Wars series? Like, come on, man. Yes, you're a wizard. We get it. You have force lightning. Congrats there, Lord Voldemort of Star Wars. Like, ah, that hurts me. I don't like it. If, but if, I mean. It makes me curious. I want to see how they're going to do it. If they do it right, great. Again, like time travel, Back to the Future is the only movie who did it good. Harry Potter did the live for everything good with the Horcruxes. Can Star Wars build on that and do something different and still make it good? I don't know if they're going to go that route. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. Right. It could just be like, again, the trailer's just kind of fooling the general audience and that he's not the villain at all. And maybe you're right. Maybe it's some kind of weird um, Prem- force ghost or, or something um, that you see. Hopefully. I mean, I think that builds the anticipation of the movie. Like, oh, fuck, how are they going to use Palpatine? Which is why I think his laugh is in the trailer. I do think it is him, and I think that laugh is to build the anticipation. Um, the I, other, go ahead. No, I was you go ahead. No, I, I was just going to roll it back a little bit because you do get a split second or so of seeing BB-8 with that new little little droid, and I know he has a name and I don't know it. It's like D three O or something like that. Um, so like even BB-8 gets his own little sidekick in the movie, which is I think is cool. And I'm hoping we do get some sort of scene with BB-8 and his little sidekick taking on BB-9 that obviously looked like there were some hard cuts in The Last Jedi where they were supposed to fight and doing some research. There was supposed to be a little back and forth between the two little BB droids. Um, and they kind of alluded to that because you see like BB-9 following BB-8 around and all of a sudden it's like... Oh, that didn't matter. Wait, wait yeah. <laughs> what just happened there? Where did he go? Where did this little black droid go? So I- I'm hoping they tie that up a little bit too. Um, I don't think it needs to be big. I think while a fight's going on and it cuts to them or you see them in the background fighting or whatever, that's all you really need. But I, I'd like that to get a little little tied up. I'm a bigger fan of probably the droids in these Star Wars movies than the actual humans now that Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn are dead. Those are the only two Jedi I really liked. <laughs> but anything else about the trailer? Um, no, I guess not. Final thoughts on the trailer before we move to, uh, to things about Endgame. Like, was it a good trailer? Did you enjoy it? Does it build the anticipation? Or is this like, man, I'd rather have seen more. Or did they give you enough to satisfy you for another few months? I hope not for a few months. Um, I hope they release something uh, relatively soon. Um, we're in April now. The movie comes out in December. Um, My guess is August. August, that's lame. It's 2019. Disney does their annual D23 convention at the end of August. Um, And I'm guessing they're saving it for that because I don't see Disney doing anything. They really have been pulling back on their Comic-Con stuff. So I think they're going to hold it to the D23 uh, convention. 
especially with the new Star Wars land and everything else opening at the two parks. So it makes sense for them to tie that all together at their convention. Makes sense. I think it definitely did a good job at building anticipation. Like there's, you know, and fan theory, you're going to see all these videos on YouTube go up in the next few days, I'm sure, talking about what they think is going to happen. And so I think the trailer did its job. Absolutely. Um, and again, like I think it did, like, I really am invested to know like what happens here at the end. And I don't know what's, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I really can't like, oh, um, well, the good guys are going to win. Like, you know, they probably will. But in what way? What do they lose? Um, who who ends up coming out at the end of it, I think, is, is the big takeaway. Is everybody going to survive or are we going to have some big character casualties, I think, is the biggest thing I'm looking for. Is uh, people like Finn or Poe going to make it? I mean, obviously, I don't think Ray is going to pass. I don't see that happening. I also am on the fence with a 50-50 chance that Kylo Ren does make it. But I could easily see um, Finn and Poe and uh, what's Finn's girlfriend's name? Rose. Rose. I can see them definitely. You don't even see Rose in the trailer. That, which is another thing. So uh, trying to get, move on here. But yeah, we don't see her in the trailer. And I'm wondering if she's going to play a very minor part in this next movie with the backlash she got from the last one. I really undeservedly hope, I by the say, way I hope that that doesn't I hope that that's not what happens because of the backlash like then it's just like okay so there's all this like bullying about her character especially what happened to her like on social media and then you're just gonna pair her character back because you had like fans who couldn't handle that you know yeah she was a really annoying character and you know she was all very close to the point of being pointless but I would rather them give her more significance, like there, like more significance in the story, than like a, a partner in a caper, um, than just kind of dial her back as like okay, she actually didn't fucking mean anything to the story. And that comes to my next thing. Maybe they didn't show her because her character is going to grow. She they're going to fix that problem they had in the last one, which is what I would hope J.J. Abrams and 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 the staff did. Like, you know, I'm hoping this movie more than anything else makes the other movie good. Like, not that I actually liked The the the, the, the Last Jedi. Um, I was happy with it. I know a lot of people weren't. Um, I do think there were some boring parts and, and it fell flat in places. But overall, I think it was a fun movie to watch. Now, storyline-wise and everything else, I'm hoping this movie ties everything together more than anything else. Because you can always make another Star Wars movie and continue a story. While it was also um, heavily confirmed, I guess, not so much confirmed that I know of, but heard that this is going to be the last Star Wars movie for a while um, due to Star Wars fatigue, as they're calling it. So we probably won't get another movie for like maybe five, ten years. And I think that makes sense. And I, I'm happy with that, too. You know, I, I've said this in many other episodes of our, you know, of Nerdcaster. Um, just particularly about Marvel that I'm like experiencing superhero fatigue and I'm nobody was more amped about these movies than I was because it was just the greatest superhero movies. They're actually doing superhero movies in a way that make them fulfilling. They're satisfying their, um, the characters are written really, really well. Um, because you have decades of their backstories being told by various writers. It's really, really hard. I think to just focus on a singular storyline and make that 
compelling for audiences. And I think Marvel in the last, since, you know, 2008 has just done exactly that. But that's back in 2008. Like, we're in 2019, kind of getting tired of, you know, all these movies. You know what I mean? So I think with Endgame, there's, what, two or three films slated to release after Endgame? Uh, the films slated that I know of that are confirmed are Black Widow. Obviously, Spider-Man Far From Home and Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Those are the only three, I think, that are definitely confirmed. I could be wrong on that because I know some people are saying there's five. I don't know what the other two are. Um, you know, everybody's saying there's definitely going to be a Black Panther 2. And I know a few people are hoping for a Doctor Strange 2. But I do know there's those three definitely are confirmed. However... With Endgame, we are getting the end of a, a story arc, a 10-year-old uh, overarching story of the Thanos and Infinity Stones. And now they got to build up to do this all over again. So, yes, people who may have been into this 10-year or 12-year or whatever it is uh, story, now you get new faces and maybe a younger crowd to start following this next storyline, which is what I think Disney and Marvel are going to um, try and do that's just my opinion right i think that would i actually i think that's an absolute mistake and the reason i think that's a mistake it's kind of like you're going to again you have all this fatigue and then okay there's this crazy dog barking right now um <laughs> and i'm i'm sorry for that um i have no idea where this dog is uh, we have our windows open which is probably not great it's hot in here <laughs> and, uh, anyway <clears throat> So now, now with the end of Infinity War, um, me personally has an issue with the 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 problem I have is I don't know what to make of this next movie. There is so much from Infinity War that needs to be tied up. There are theories upon theories on what's going to happen. Myself has about two hundred of them in my brain, and I know if any of them come true and be like, "Yo, I called that," even though it's like I threw a bunch of shit out a wall and I'm seeing which one of my theories sticks. Um, like one of my biggest theories is, and, and this is uh, something you said earlier is with Loki. Um, Loki has been a pawn in Thanos's pocket at one point in time. Let's go back to Avengers one where he, uh, I'm guessing they're using the mind stone now to say he was controlled by Thanos. And I'm putting that in air quotes again, theories out there. Who knows if he did it on his own or if he was controlled, unless you do know. Um, about that. That he was being controlled. Yeah. That wasn't really confirmed. He was definitely fulfilling. He was doing a job. That's for sure. Um, and he was, you know, go, you know, getting the Tesseract. Um, but, um, not getting it. He had it. Yeah. Um, and he was using it to wage war on Earth. But we also just like, to what end was he taking over Earth? So at first, you know, just like he, he, goes around and says that he's going to be Earth's new ruler and, you know... I just think he wanted a plan to rule like Odin was ruling uh, Asgard. I don't think that's true. Okay. So I think that he was definitely there to do a job. I don't think that he was there to, like, kind of, like, take over and rule and, and, and to, to do that because... Well, I um, thought his deal with, with Thanos was Thanos can have the universe, he just wanted this one world. And that was the deal they had. Am I mistaken on this? I know. I, I don't know. That, that's. I have no. I, I don't think that that was ever addressed. Like what the deal actually was. Just that he again needed to perform a job, and it's kind of like when you, 
it's it seems to me that when you do something for Thanos, it is not for something in return. That you do it or you're fucking dead. Uh, agreed. At which brings me to his death scene. Let's skip ahead now all the way to Infinity War, where he tries to attack Thanos, fails miserably, easily choked out and dead. Now, Loki is a god. And above all, he is the trickster god. He has faked his death before. He has used, like, uh, I, I don't know, like that imagery thing where, like when he's in jail, I think it was in Thor 2, mm-hmm. in, in that, 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 that glass box or whatever. And it looks like he's reading and he's okay and having a good time. And then, then Thor is just like, knock it off, bitch. I know you're sitting in there like, like all fucking lonely and, and beacon, beaten and broken. Um, so he's able to use the, these uh, mirages, or for lack of a better term, to not be there. I mean, he can turn into other people. There's so much. He's a god. I don't know if he's dead. For all I know, he's Valkyrie right now. Or he's with Valkyrie. Yeah. like That's definitely possible. That's possible. I don't think that's true. Why would Thor be so upset if his brother died? Unless Thor didn't even know. So. It could be that. So, like, uh, it's interesting that you say that. So, Thor is actually. So, the beginning. Just in the straight up beginning of this movie. He has nothing else to lose. Yeah, he He's literally everything. lost everything already. He's already lost it. So that goes to another a different theory I have. <laughs> so I th- I think that his belief in that Loki is dead. I think that that's genuine, and I mm-hmm. think, um, and I, I see. I'm not sure. It, it's definitely interesting to see. Like, okay, Loki faked his death, and he's off with Valkyrie because you don't. She's not in any scene in. Infinity, Infinity War. War. Yep. She's not there. And, um, you know, that was something we, again, talked about in an earlier episode when we reviewed the movie that... Um, she's just straight up missing. That she's just not there. Yeah. And, like, you know, I remember you and Justin um, just, like, didn't even didn't even realize it. There was no mention of her all, at all, which is a little bit weird. And, obviously, the attack on the ship had happened before the movie began. So it, it's definitely possible that they had concocted a plan and that this is what was going to happen. And they GTFO'd. And they, yeah, got the hell out of there. Yeah. And Loki and her could have, def- you know, there's definitely a possibility that they concocted a plan together that Loki was going to, you know, project himself back on the ship and, and you know, whatever. I don't know how a, a, an illusion would have been able to produce a real Tesseract, though, so I'm not sure that's- if that's really the case. And that goes to my theory that he's dead. But if there is time travel in this movie, it's easily anybody can be bought back with time travel, especially since it wasn't due to the snap. So now you can grab Gamora. Well, she again, she didn't die at the hands of somebody. She died in a weird way as well for the soul stone. So I don't know if that works. I don't know how time works on, on another planet or anything else. But as far as like him dying at the hands of Thanos, that could always be stopped or, or something else. Don't know. But if he now gets the last hit on Thanos and you want to build the next set of Marvel Universe with an overarching villain, why not Loki? He kills Thanos. There's nobody in his way now to do whatever he wants to do. Thanos was, to me, the, not even to me, but what they could use is what was stopping him from being a villain and need to team with the good guys to stop Thanos because mm-hmm. it was a goal for him. And he's obviously an antihero. So now that Thanos is out of the way, what's to stop him from doing what he wants to do and become a villain yet again? And I think that would be awesome to see him go from bad guy to good guy back to a bad guy and then maybe make him a good guy again because he's an anti-hero. Like, I, oh, I, I, I'd love that shit about characters. Like, Venom is another one of those characters um, in the Spider-Man universe in the comics. So seeing them use something like that with Loki, to me, would be awesome, especially since he's also one of my favorite characters. 
if he becomes a bad guy because he's seeking power, I think that would be stupid. I think that would be incredibly dumb. Um, I, I don't know if it has to do with power, but something. I mean, his big so write his, something. His, I'm not a so writer. <laughs> in this in this storyline, he becomes a bad guy because he found finds out about his entire like basically his entire childhood was a lie. He was you know led to believe he was like a Nazgardian. In fact, he was um, from Jotunheim. And was a prince in his own right because he was the son of their ruler over there, whom, you know, uh, Odin killed, stole the baby, masqueraded this baby as his own baby. Just just really weird hey, thing. You're my baby did. now. Yeah. Gonna, you're <laughs> exactly. my baby it's now. Like, you're my baby now. You That's, belong to me. And I'm going to put this thing on your face that, you know, or. Um, so I don't know if no, wait, Odin wait, wait, didn't wait. Have... Go, go back. I'm going to put this thing on your face. What do you mean by that? <laughs> so when you see Odin pick up the baby, actually, I'm going to, I'm going to backtrack a little bit because it's definitely possible that Loki himself changed his own appearance because he has that ability. He can change mm-hmm. his appearance, change his appearance to suit Odin because he wanted to, you know, seek the approval of literally what's going to help him survive. And he just knew that as a child and he can do magic. Not sure if Odin can do magic probably can do magic as the all-father um you mean like like he can turn water into wine or something right so i don't know if he he would have had to have, that would have had to have been owned and so i i've read fan theories about this before like it was loki himself that did it and changed his own appearance or did it did odin do it just to be able to masquerade it because if loki did it himself and just as then, a baby and just kind of just blocked out the fact that he's doing it I think that's less plausible because then he didn't find out for how many thousands of years mm-hmm. that he wasn't, you know, a certain, you know, that he wasn't as guardian at all. Um, so, yeah, it could just be a, a very powerful spell that Odin plays when he, you know, n- not even, this doesn't even matter. I'm just, I'm just thinking yeah, well, out loud right now. I was going to say, you're, you're going off here. But so Loki g- getting back a little bit on topic here. Getting the final hit on Thanos. We're talking about his motives here because you're just like, why? You're, well, you you went off. I have no idea where you were going with any of this. Well, it's, okay, so I went off on just like his appearance, but again, he becomes a bad person. He becomes the villain in Thor one because he again finds out about his parentage. Was always been jealous of Thor, but um, didn't really do anything about it. Didn't really wasn't going to affect him. Just was content to play tricks on him and just ruin. Basically, was set out to ruin Thor's day. Not set out to be ruler of Earth or to make sure he doesn't. See, you know what I mean? He um, they cut out a really important scene in Thor one where he it made some of the decisions that he made in that film seem less tyrant like. Okay. So his mother. When um, Odin went into his the Odin sleep, his mother was just like, Thor's not here. Thor's been banished. Like, you have to take your rightful place as the second son of Odin to rule. To rule, in, you know, while he's doing this, right? She really encourages him, like, as his mom. Knows what he is. Again, yeah. you know what I mean? Has no, you know... You know, it's not like there were secrets kept from her, except for the fact of what Loki did on Jotunheim and kind of caused all this. But um, he yep. says to the Warriors Three, who just like you got to bring Thor back. He just like he can't. It, the first action of him being the ruler, you know, now that his dad's in Odin sleep, is to basically undo his father's last order, and that's actually 
Yeah, you just that's that's kind of something you don't really do. It's just like, oh, your brothers. If you love him, you would have done that. It's just like you don't know what Odin would have done when he woke, because he would eventually wake up and you know see what he did. And then obviously, like I think stemming from that, he just went on this kind of wild rage. He did get like you know power did go to his head, and um, you know and what have you. <clears throat> and I think you know it kind of got out of control. And then at the end of the movie, when he obviously lost and was going to kind of just terminate an entire planet out of, like, rage, despair, and whatever he was feeling, he doesn't get the approval from the father. So he's just, like, he's kind of dangling there on the rainbow bridge. And he's like, I did it for all of us. And Odin goes, no, no. And he lets go. He, you know what I mean? He lets go. To me, it's just, like, to die. You know what I mean? I don't think he expected to come out of that. And so sometimes, so whatever happens when he lets go, he obviously meets Thanos somewhere in falling or whatever. He gets picked, whatever the fuck happens. And then makes some kind of crazy deal or is just in, it has to do his bidding. Maybe Thanos saved his life. Maybe, I don't know. We don't know what happened there. We don't. Now, with everything that happens to Loki, it's obviously kind of a tragedy. And if he got the last hit, I wouldn't be upset. And and again, most of my theories have to do with lesser characters getting the last blow on on Thanos, simply because everybody thinks that Iron Man or Cap or these bigger characters um, are going to be the ones to kill him or them as a team. <clears throat> I don't think I think the team is going to work together. I just don't think one of the them are going to have the final blow. <clears throat> I think it's going to be Nebula, Loki, and I guess Thor would be my third choice. Loki, he's a trickster god. It's easy for Thanos to be uh, uh, worried or, or busy with Captain America or the team and fighting. He sneaks up behind him, stabs him in the fucking neck like he was going to do in the first one. Yes, I know it's not a great... I'm shaking my head at huh. And I know it's not going to be an approved... Um, and, and again... Something like this. I'm not saying that is what's going to happen. I'm just saying I would be elated to see Loki be the one to kill Thanos. And him being a villain and have no problem killing people, I think he he, he could do it. Um, that's, compl- that's my first theory. I completely disagree. I actually... So, Loki is probably my favorite character in Obviously, the you just went on his whole exactly, history. Exactly, because I know it. Um, and But I'd, if he was the one to kill Thanos, I actually don't think that would be satisfying at all. Just because he didn't... like he. You could argue that he did lose as much as Thor did because he lost his entire homeworld as well. Um, well, that brings up my Thor theory. Yeah, but he is- didn't lose his brother. Like, Thor lost his brother or mm-hmm. thought that he did. So I think that Thor... It would be more satisfying for Thor. And, and theory also, number two, then. Thor. And I agree with the Thor and Nebula. I agree with those two. I feel like it would be much more satisfying if one of those two landed the killing so, blow. So let's talk about my theory on Thor and say that five times fast. Uh, theory on Thor. So if time travel is bought into this, it's easy to go back in time. And when Thanos says you should have went for the head or, or whatever that line is, that classic line, and then he snaps. What if they do go back in time? And that's exactly what Thor does. It's like, oh, shit. I'm like, and I think that would be the easiest solution to that. And like you said, Thor lost the most. Now, that bothers me in a sense when you watch the trailer and he's fucking with Captain Marvel and he summons Stormbreaker past her head. And he's like, I like this one. It's like he doesn't seem like he's sad about anything. Like he, he he's not he doesn't appear to be upset. He appears to be joking like he was in Ragnarok and stuff like that. Why? 
what happened? Did something happen to cause him to, to, to go back to being that Thor? Why isn't he angry? Why isn't he upset with everything that happened? I mean, he lost everything. He has the most to seek revenge other than arguably, in my opinion, Nebula, um, which we'll get to in a minute. In terms of loss, like with Nebula, like she she is definitely the most resentful, has the most personal connection to Thanos, and it makes sense. Um, Especially for her after to kill the him. years of torturing he yeah. did to her. Abs- yeah, a hundred percent. And like what he was still doing when Gamora was actually gave him the location to the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, and but she also so aside from like the her personal tortures that she went through. And again, she was a villain um, in Guardians 1, um, you know, and part of Guardians 2, I guess. Well, majority of Guardians 2, I guess you could argue. Um, but what else did she lose aside from... And I'm not saying that her personal torture wasn't bad enough to make her want to kill Thor or to make it less satisfying if she killed him than Thor's. But, like, as someone who... Again, it's just much, much more personal to her. With, with Thor, like... Thanos obviously killed his entire people mm-hmm. um, and killed his brother. Mm-hmm. No personal torture, but he still lost more than Nebula did. No, I, I agree. But like you said, she, Nebula has years of hatred from living with this yeah. guy. She's lost body parts. Mm-hmm. She's ha- ha- more than half machine at this point. Um, I can see her definitely landing that final blow. Mm-hmm. So those are my three main theories. I got 200 more if you want to hear about them. Uh, go to the website and you can read some of them or hit me up on Facebook or, or any social media. But what about you? What theories do you have or what do you want to see happen? And then I will give my final thought on this and we'll wrap up. Nothing? I don't <laughs> I, I really, really don't have a theory. a theory. What would you like to see in this movie happen then? Like what, what do you want to happen in this movie? What are... What do you hope happens or something like that? I'll tell you what I hope doesn't happen. Does okay, that, that works. I hope fucking Cap doesn't die. Okay, well, there's my ending thing. Cap dies in all of my theories. Cap is the one who eats pay dirt. He eats shit. He's done. I just don't want him to die. Well, he's dead. And him or Tony are the two that have like 50-50 shots or what people are saying. My theory on Cap dying, Tony feels guilty, leaves and retires and becomes the financial backer of the Avengers and everything else because it's easy writing for them to go, oh, Tony just gave us a million dollars to do whatever. They, but he already is the financial. He is already Exactly, the but that's his only guy. role going forward is what I'm saying. But it, it, it really just kind of was until it wasn't anymore, until like a situation arose and which is... Where he had to put where the Thanos, on. yeah, exactly. He, he was, so what you're saying, he already was that And he's going to go back to that is what I'm saying. Except now he has the guilt of Cap, forcing him never to put that suit on again because he doesn't want that to happen. Yet. I don't think I don't think he would take it that way. I don't think he's going to have guilt unless he caused the death. He's not going to have the guilt. Cap's going to sacrifice himself for him. That's what I think is going to happen. And it's like, yo, kid, yo, dude, you got a baby on the way. You can't die. You got to raise a child. Yeah. So if and- he doesn't put the suit on again, I don't think that it's going to be because he feels guilty. I think if he doesn't put the suit on again, it's because he's just aware of his own limitations that he doesn't, he can't contribute in that way anymore. Which is fine. However you want to look at it. Yes. But it's, that's what happens. in in my opinion, he never puts on the suit cap dies, however you you want to spin it. But yeah. So it's like, I got a baby now. I can't put on the suit because I got to be a dad. Like I'm fine with that too. Mm -hmm. That, and that's my theory. That's who dies. Um, big wise. Do I think there's going to be some minor deaths? Possibly. There already were. So um, this conversation almost doesn't matter to me just because it's like half the they already died. And it's kind of like 
that I think it was gripping, but you saw it already happen. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, so they're going to obviously reverse all that. You know what I think would be really interesting? If they couldn't. If they went through all this and they couldn't fucking reverse it. I would be happy with that because let's look at this theory that I also have then. Um, the what ifs. The, when does this movie take place? I mean, we know there's, there's, there's a time lapse here because look at, at Black Widow's hair. Look at certain things. You can tell that some time has passed. Whether it's six months, five years, I don't know. Um, I know there's some rumors floating around that it's like five years later. After five years... People start to accept what happened. I mean, look at look at tragedies in the past. Like after time, time heals. People now, what if after half the universe is gone, unemployment doesn't really exist? The homeless have homes now because there's homes available to them. And they have jobs because there's jobs available to them. What if pollution is at an all-time low as well as crime? What if people start accepting the world the way it is and actually like it better that way? See, I don't think they're going to do it. I don't... I don't either. I don't. And the reason it would I be don't a, think. It would be a different take is what I'm saying. And I'd like to kind of see how, how they explain this. That is definitely an interesting take. I don't think Disney will t- go that because I think that that's kind of like, oh, that's pushing an agenda a little bit too much. If you see like, oh, his um, Thanos being a crazy fucking sociopath who, yeah, he's doing this thing for the greater good. They're not going to make that morally acceptable in any way to like condone this mass kind of genocide i don't think they're gonna because it's for the greater good and actually had a really good outcome i don't think they're gonna touch that with a tenfold oh you you kind of mean like like you like thanos comparing thanos to hitler i mean well you're killing off like all like you know not just like half the universe yeah (laughs) and like not just like in a country or like what you have like he wiped out half the life in the universe so for that to be like oh this is actually uh this was actually a really good thing like that happened. No, I don't think so. And, and for them, for I, the superheroes to be as like sad as they kind of are in the trailer saying like we owe it to everybody not in this room to try. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's any type of um, that going on. I think you're going to see like um, everybody's going to be in this kind of either lost, directionless, like looting. Like you, let's look at the other shit that happens after a major disaster, say natural disaster. You have like buildings or just like people looting. People go crazy. They run amok. There's, yeah, it becomes like, no a order. giant riot. And there's no order. I, I agree. And the trailer is dark in that sense too. So mm-hmm. it, what you're saying makes definitely more sense. It's just a what if. Mm-hmm. And then the what if in my theory here goes more towards the so- Soviet – so the Accords, whatever they're fucking called. The Sokovia Accords. Accords. Thank you. And it's like, look at heroes. Like the people don't want you to do this and you're not allowed to based on these Accords you all signed. And now Cap is right. Cap is right. He's like, no, 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 no. I ain't signing that shit, dog. And making his Cap's point even more um, poignant and that movie actually having making it a little bit better than it was because that movie blew. Um, And then people are now on Cap's side and everything else. And and the government becomes kind of like another evil villain or whatever. And it's like against the government, whatever. Uh, But now the government's trying to stop them from doing what they're doing because the people don't. You know what I mean? Like, am I making sense? Mm, uh, Maybe. So it's like the people don't want things to go back to the way they were because, like I said, everything's at an all-time low. Crime, this, that, and everything else. So because nobody wants them to go and fix it, the the government breaks out the the accords and tells them, no, you can't do it. And they're like, no, dog. We owe it to everybody else to go do this. Mm -hmm. And now they all broke the accords, which Cap said from the beginning – he wasn't signing. He he was. They broke the accords anyway. And they did, but now they're doing it again and again with time travel. Ugh, whatever. 
it's 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 more complicated than that, and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole either. But I think that would be kind of interesting in a weird way. What I think is going to happen again, like with the whole time stone, you have Doctor Strange saying that out of however many, we're in the end game now. However many scenarios that played out in the way that he figured it out, this was he he did what he did. He sacrificed himself, or he sacrificed the time stone to Thanos to save Tony's life, which he said he was never going to do. But he saw that if he did that, that this That's this he- was the way. This was the way to. Um, it was the start of how to – it was the one way that they can make it right. Right. So I think because he did that and because he used the time stone, yeah, it makes so much sense that they're going to go back in time. Um, but without the time stone, how do they do that? Well, the, well, what happens – so you have the gauntlet. The gauntlet is like it's pretty much destroyed. destroyed. Yeah, yeah. But what about the stones in the gauntlet? Well, that's another thing in the trailer. Black Widow states he used the stones again. So Thanos obviously uses them again for something at some point. So they exist. Uh, I think the quantum realm is how they're going to travel time. In Ant-Man and the Wasp, they have said time works differently in the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see a lot more of the quantum realm. I also think in the tra- the last trailer that was dropped where you see them in those white suits, mm-hmm. they're either doing one of two things. They're either getting ready to go in the quantum realm and they need no suits to go there. Or they're going into space and they're going to fight that Titan Thanos on a different planet that ain't Earth, mm-hmm. which makes sense to me because Earth has already been knocked, the, you know, knocked around in the yeah, first it movie. It got fucked up. So now we're going to another planet to stop him. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big space fan either. Star Wars, like we talked about earlier, is kind of an exception because there's just you can bend rules on other planets. Like, oh well, this planet works this way, so it's acceptable. And again, I have a problem with that. So. But whatever happens, I honestly think that scene, they're going to the quantum realm. And that's that's their time-traveling device. And I think also in that scene, I don't think everybody who we saw there, because I don't remember everybody who was in that scene, but I think there might be some people missing like Marvel has done before, too. So we'll see what happens. But that's, Who knows? Them walking in those white suits might not even happen in the movie at all. That's true. They've done that as well. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to add to the Avenger stuff? or? Um. Because, I mean, I gave all my theories and everything else. Uh, you, you, you felt like I talked a lot more on the endgame stuff. I mean, again, it, 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 it could go a bunch of different ways. I'm much less invested in the ending of this, I think, than the ending of Star Wars just because it's... And I'm the opposite. I don't know. It might be that superhero fatigue. I, 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 I'm really excited to see the movie. We're going to probably see it. We're going to see it opening day. We're going to see it again So just so we can reanalyze it. I would like to... As soon as we see it. The first time or the second time? The first time. Okay. Just without looking up any other thoughts or anything. Just go and, and hash out what we think. On about, these mics. On, on these mics. And then do it again after like a second look. And just kind of see like, did we see a lot of that coming? So Avengers Endgame first watch episode and Avengers Endgame second watch episode. Yeah. It just, I'm well, down with that. You know, it just. So look forward to that. <laughs> um. All right. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen. It just they're going to win. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. And they're going to it just they're going to win against Thanos. It's like they're going to go for round 2. They're going to win in some way. Um and it's just like I don't know. It's you know a, they're going to win, so who cares? Yeah, and 
I think it's because the characters have been developed so much that they've already kind of experienced their growth that I'm kind of like, I don't see them growing anymore. And that might be another reason why I'm a little bit less yeah. invested in that. I'm just like, this is the end of an era. I just don't want them to die and just be like, <laughs> oh, well, they're finished growing. So now they're dead. I don't think everybody's going to die, but they're finished growing. And I think somebody has to sacrifice to make everything worth it. Um, and to pull on heartstrings, and that's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Final thought, that's it. Um, anything else you want to add before I wrap this up? No, I think uh, I'm just hoping, again, that they just they give this treatment, um, that they, they just do it right. You know, they, they really pulled off the impossible with Infinity Wars. Can they do it again? Can they do it again? And let's make this ending just that much more... I guess, satisfying, complete, whatever, when the heroes actually win. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and I say when, because they're going to win. Yeah. Like, that's just what's going to happen. Agreed. Uh, that being said, remember to check out, for all your comic book needs, if you were like Endgame and Avengers and everything, stop by the Geekery at 133A Main Street in Matawan to pick up your uh, comic books or any other nerdy needs. And if you want to know more about the Avengers and the Infinity Gauntlet and all that stuff, they have the graphic novels of what happened back in the day when it was actually written on paper. So go pick that up. Um, also, check out Justin vs. Justin on YouTube. Uh, they review movies like Captain Marvel and these superhero movies, and, and they're, they're pretty funny. So check those guys out. And lastly, be sure to check out our website at www.nerdcaster.com where you can read some more of my theories and uh, find this podcast as well as some other articles and news. Follow us on social media at Facebook at Nerdcaster, on Twitter at Nerd underscore Caster, and on Instagram at Nerdcaster. And please, please, please subscribe and rate in iTunes, Stitcher, any of your po favorite podcast directories. We're all over the place. Um, thank you, guys. And that'll do it for this show of Nerdcaster. Nerdcaster out. <laughs>